Paragordo Activity Podcast, ladies and gentlemen, we have a fucking badass weekend coming up. And as you know, uh, I think we're almost sold out. Almost. It's, it's almost. We probably got like 30 fucking tickets left. 30 tickets left. Place only seats 40 people. See? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's basically what's going to happen. So if you haven't bought your tickets yet, please um, stop by, you know. Go on the internet, you know, that we might, I think we might have, I don't know, I, I think there's a possibility that we might have uh, tickets available that night, but last time we said that and people were pissed off outside of the venue. You turn off the air conditioner? I was going to put it down. I was going to put it down. I don't know if it was picking up on the... Nah, I think people at home They pretty much figure out. Hey, they hear helicopters and gunshots and everything fucking, else. We're a bunch of fat dudes in a small room. We need the air conditioner on. We do need the AC so, on it. Fuck you. Yeah. We're a quad of gordos today. A quad of gordos. We have another gordo today. You know, this guy that we have on today is a really good friend of the show. And of... Not you, AJ. Not you. Not you, AJ. <laughs> we have AJ also on the uh, show. AJ Burr is on the show. AJ doesn't get a, co- a cool intro anymore because AJ's like fucking... He's already like... You know... We're not even wowed by him anymore. Like we're not. The, the, everyone else Everybody is. Everybody else Everyone is. else is. He's like, oh, look, there's a ghost over there. Yeah, bro, we get it already, bro. Yeah, you talk to them. <laughs> every, every time you tell me AJ's going to be on, I got to bring Kleenex, bro. Because yeah. I, I don't know. Like, he always, like, turns the waterworks on. For <laughs> hey, bro, I swear to you, every time people see you, they cry. Like, you're like... Yeah. You're fucking... Yeah. I mean, what does that do to you? Knowing that you make uh, motherfuckers cry. Well, you know, it, it, it's not anything with me. I, I'm just the vessel when I do the work. You know, I'm just the mouthpiece for spirit for people's loved ones. So, you know, when people say, oh, my God, you're amazing or God, thank you for the healing, this and that. I go like, thank yourself for being here, investing the time and energy just to be at this event or sit in a private reading, whatever it is. Like you're investing that time and energy to bridge that connection with your loved ones. Well, wow. I'm just, you know, out of place when I do this work because it's not about me. It's about the client. It's about the person that's receiving the reading, but also the healing that they get out of it. It's scary, though, man. It's a trip. It's a trip sitting there, especially because last time I remember when 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 we did the show, I remember the first thing Momo told me was, "If you don't want AJ to connect with you, just like close your mind out." And I did. I was like completely closed off until the moment where you <laughs> you specifically said certain names, and then I dropped my guard, and then you just like boom, you like came to like gravitate toward me, and yeah, I was just like, funny. I was like, oh no, here it comes, <laughs> the water, the famous <laughs> bro. <laughs> Bro, bro, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's a cool thing, man, to see you, you know, touch people's lives. I mean, it's a beautiful thing to to see someone experience. I mean, even if you don't have a personal experience with AJ, being in the room itself is just to see to see someone get closure. Yeah, I mean, I I I get emotional watching other people um, connect, and you know, a lot of the things that he says. No matter who, who you you know who he's talking to directly, it feels like he's also talking to you. It does you right? know? Because I mean, I've I've seen. I think I saw some guy go in there and he was like, you know, he didn't give me a reading, but he read me through somebody else because what they were going through with their dad, I was going through, and I felt that's what my dad was wow. for me. It's like that contact high. Yeah, exactly, bro. And you know, what trips me out every time we go to a reading to see AJ. Like you look at every time like he, like something happens, Momo will always look at me and give me that like face like, wow, like like can you believe this shit? <laughs> I give him that fucking look at Sonics. 
Who me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> only when we get only when we get cheesy tots, right? I give them the same look at Sonic. Cheesy, cheesy tots is usually over a breakup. <laughs> yeah. You know what's funny, AJ? Is my my sister yeah. was a part of. Um, I guess you did a group reading one time. Several you know, times. Or several times. Oh, I don't wow. know. About, I about think it was sister. the Riverside one. Uh, it I was mean, the one in Riverside. Was it? Yeah, because your sister sent me a message told me about it. Oh, okay. So my sister was there. Oh, wow. Yeah, and you did a group reading. And um, apparently she said that the things you were saying, um, she was convinced that it was my uncle who had passed away, of course, you know, a few years back. But she was afraid to speak up. And she didn't say anything. Yeah. And so she just kept it to herself. And now she's like, oh, you know, man, I should have said something, you know, but oh, well, too late. He's dead. Well, you know, and, and, to, and to be respectful, you know, in, in the process, Fernando, is that your, your sister could have been afraid to speak up. But that's the reason why you're there is to make that connection. Right. Your job as an audience member or the person that's receiving the reading is there to receive that message. If you don't receive that message, then you lose that message directly so think of this like when a lot of people attend my live group events my live readings private readings um especially the live events because either you get a reading directly or indirectly like momo mentioned that there was a guy that came up to him or was walking out of the room yeah. that he felt like this you know it was his father coming through and passing down those messages this is what we call a bridge reading or indirect reading where obviously you didn't receive a person from me but you know it's from a specific level that's coming through. So when we have those bridge readings, those are the beautiful moments that happen here. And the same fact with your sister, Fernando, it just shows that your uncle is very much with you um, in, in that event or with your with your, with your his yeah. niece in that event. So it just shows that love is unconditional. Don't look behind you, bro. Hey, don't, 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 don't do that. <laughs> Fernando had a, <laughs> some, something that. touched Fernando so a couple hey, weeks something ago. Something touched Fernando in this room, bro. Yeah. <laughs> he was in the floor playing with my dog. And when I mean dog, I mean my dick. No, um, no, he means his actual dog. dog. He has a canine <laughs> yeah. dog named he was, Panda. He was playing with my dog on the floor, sitting down with his head, with his back against the couch, and he looks at me weird, and he says that somebody touched his back. At first, he thought it was Hefty walking into the room, tapping him on the back, but he felt someone in my room, in the uh, in the studio, tap him on the back, and then he free the look on his face was fucking hilarious, bro. Well, yeah. Well, first I looked around because I thought it was Hefty. You know, because right. you know how some people, they'll tap you, like, on the right <laughs> side. You know I'm, what I mean? Like, I'm they'll tap you on the right, right. shoulder, not, but they're actually around. on your left side. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, to fool you, like, to turn around. So I, I, I feel the tap, you know, and it was tap, tap, tap. Yeah. It was, like, three taps on my shoulder, like, someone's trying to get my attention. So that's why I turned around. I looked to my right. I didn't see anybody. So I looked all the way around, like, where the fuck is this, Where's dude? This dude? Yeah, and, and, you know, there was nobody yeah. behind me. So then I turned around, and I looked at Momo as if, can Momo see someone? Yeah, and I He's got. Like I think I got up and looked at you. You're like, why are you looking up? Yeah, exactly. And I think I got up because I couldn't see you because you're on the floor. Yeah, I was sitting on the floor, right? So I'm looking at Momo like for for confirmation. Like, is there somebody here, Momo? Yeah. You know, and he's looking at me, and I'm looking at him, and I'm like, this holy shit. Bro. And this this room has been cleansed. I mean, we got so much shit in here that there's no ghosts in here. There's no. Maybe it was a loved one connected to one of us, but. I mean, AJ's been in this house. He's been in this room. He knows it's you know it's cool. Look at AJ. AJ froze. Oh no. Oh, it's... AJ, are you there? He said the video froze. What the fuck? Oh yeah, this he sure did. This always happens, dude. Hold on, we're coming back. We're coming back. 1990 chub yeah. rock chunks. I want to see you with the lean and a pocket full you of guys, green. This always fucking happens. AJ, you see me? Yep. Yep. Bro, it happened again, dog. We're talking like for a long time, 
And right when I mentioned AJ, this place isn't haunted. Really, you fucking freeze. <laughs> oh shoot! You're yeah. a fucking devil. Um, yeah, what a trip. You missed the whole story, but it was fucking crazy. As we're telling you, the fucking screen freezes, and you were making a weird face on my my screen had a weird face on it, like this motherfucker. But anyways, aside from all that, we have a uh, uh, Rolando here. He is um, a guy that. You know, I we met this guy at an event one day, right? Is that when it happened? Yeah, you first met us at ConchaCon. At ConchaCon, and this guy, I fell in love with all his fucking products. Sounds very provocative. I mean, this guy is what you call the fucking Latin X fucking entrepreneur over here. Oh, no doubt. Like, for, the, for the longest time, we would just call you El Catrin. El Catrin, yeah, we know your name. Everyone was what's his name? El Catrin. You know, and that's your Instagram, right? Mercado uh, El Catrin. That's correct. Yeah. And. Check out the Instagram, Mercado Catherine. He has an, an amazing just assortment, a plethora, if you will, a cornucopia, a, you know, a, a merchandise, a rainbow of fucking <laughs> all the flavors, all the flavors of merchandise. Like, what's some of the stuff you carry on? Yeah. Enamel pins, I know. Yeah, we have uh, enamel pins. We have lanyards. Um, we have mugs. Uh, we have a little bit of everything for everyone. And they're yeah. all Latino ish. Yes. They have Latino, you know, they play on words. They're. They're, uh, you know, maybe I would say they're um, satires of things. A lot things. of satire, yeah. You know, logo reimagining. A lot of parody. And parody. Yeah, yeah they're, they're mashups that we do. Parody's nuts. Um, <laughs> got him. Yeah. And <laughs> things like that. But, you know, really great friend of the podcast of the shows that we do. And you said you have some ideas, too. Hey, AJ froze again. Mm. Fucking AJ, bro. Somebody just tell me he's the devil, dog. It's his Wi-Fi, bro. Pay your bill, dog. Fucking AJ. Fucking makes all this money. He makes all his money reading people, but he can't fucking read his Wi-Fi. Come on. Mother... He, he, what's he? The video froze. Oh, man. You're on the last part. That's the last one he sent. Bro, I'm on the last text. You guys, I think AJ is being attacked by the ghost in his house. Does Fernando, have, do you think there's a ghost here, Fernando? I don't know if it was a ghost, man, but it was some, somebody. Somebody was here, you know. Somebody was definitely I think, here. Uh, what if it was Panda's tail that, like, just he didn't see it? No, 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 Panda was in front of him. He was in front of me, and I was, I actually, I was petting him. I had his yeah. face in my hands. Oh, okay, you know what I mean. Yeah, and it yeah, was, yeah. Uh, it was very provocative the way very you had distinct, you know, very, like, yeah, you know like, what I mean. It's yeah. one of those. It was like knock three times. On the ceiling if you want me You fuck me right Twice on the pipe Anyways if the, um, You don't know this song? No uh, Tony Orlando? Nobody knows this song? That's a great song oh, bro, that's how you, I have it on vinyl I have <laughs> it on vinyl So AJ, are you excited about this weekend show? Yeah, absolutely I mean, every show is uh, something different Don't you fucking know, I never know what's going to happen are you, here Are you excited, bro? Tell me the truth Oh, absolutely. I mean, I'm excited to do every show that I do, you know, in person, online, all that good stuff. So, Don't be again, like, the show, I never bro. know. What give, us, give, give us priorities. Say, I can't wait. This is my favorite fucking show to do. Come on, bro. <laughs> I, I love working with you guys. AJ, how do you like this show? Oh, you know, they're all the same to me. I'm fucking excited. Like, <laughs> they're same, like, whatever, you know. I yeah, same go. shit, different day. Fucking ghost says hi. I say hi back. You guys are wrong. You know, <laughs> you take that as your way of coming through, blah, 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 blah. You know, all right, the good right. stuff. As long as the audience is happy, that's all. As long as, you know, about. Let me tell you guys, I walk in, audience cries, I'm out. Right. And everybody has closure. 
I leave Hefty on the fishing line one yeah. night. Yeah, every night I make Hefty cry before I leave. He does. Hey, <laughs> you know what? And he tells me something. And, and AJ, you know, AJ gives me, every time we meet up, he gives me like this, um, a message from my mom that I never understand. <laughs> and it's always right. fucking hilarious because I know that means something, right? Yeah, but I think like right. AJ leaves these riddles. I mean, here my mom leaves my these riddles to AJ for me, because the rest of the week I'm right. fucking freaked out. I don't like breadcrumbs, like breadcrumbs. Like she wants me to get to something, but I don't know what it is. So every time I see AJ, it's a new clue that leads me to what might be happening next. Yeah, thump, 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 thump. I know, it's fucking. So I can't wait to see him this weekend. You know what's a trip that I realized today on my way over here? That <laughs> uh, is expensive. Like, well, no, ever since my dad passed, like. Every time I come over here to your house, like, I, I don't know if I told you this last week. Like, I, I'm always, like, full of tears, like, like tears running down my eyes. I don't know if it's the drive out here, just the fact that I'm not to deal with traffic that I'm crying. You, you know what I think it is? Can I, can I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You and I talk a lot of shit to each other. But we love each other so much, and people don't know that about me and you, that whenever we, when we both go through something very, very tragic, we lean on each other. As fat guys do. Yeah. And I think you coming this way reminds you of what's, you know, of the real people you have in your life. I, it's possible that coming over here. Bitch, give me the fucking no, credit. That's See? what I was going to tell you. It's possible that, the, like, my drive out here let, lets me open up to the feelings I don't share with anybody because I talk to And you never you. talk to nobody. Exactly. That's you, what I was going to say. You see, how, you see how he jumps down my... Fuck you, throat. <laughs> but I don't think it's that. It's the gas. Part. First of all, I never yeah, go down your throat. throat. Number one, yeah. never would I go no, down no, your throat. No, no throat. Even here. with an invitation, it's possible that it is the gas prices. Too. Yeah, because even over it's on my gas. way over here, I'm like, fuck, bro. You know how much it costs? Here. It costs a lot of money to fucking travel everywhere. What do you think? Ages on Zoom right now. I mean, he didn't want to come over here, bro. <laughs> fuck that gas. No. You know? I'm really like, mentally tired. AJ lives like <laughs> fucking four blocks away, bro. Four <laughs> blocks away. Out of all of us here, out of all you guys here, he lives the closest. He lives in fucking West Cochina and shit, bro. I'm sorry, Kobe, Cochina, not West. I'm sorry, AJ. He's like, don't fucking put me in that category. I'm over here right. driving my 45 minutes just, wa just watching my gas dwindle. Okay, hefty. Like, and then the tears. And then the tears. Hefty lives in fucking Area 51. Hefty lives so far, the, the, the landscape changes. Totally. Totally. The temperature changes easily 8 to 10 degrees. Yeah, everything changes, bro. He fucking has to put chains on to go home. It, <laughs> and Fernando's down the street. Yeah. He is. Yeah, not too far away. Fernando, that this I sent a text message to AJ today. I'm like, hey, um, uh, he's like, if you're gonna stay home, you can come later. Uh, the show we start recording at seven, but Fernando gets here at six forty-five, and Hefty gets here at seven forty-five. <laughs> Actually, I was I was here. You like, were right the first time. He was early the, for the first time. Yeah. It's because you have a guest here today. I was really curious to see how these candles were going to come out, so I had to be here. Hey, Jay, we're really excited about this weekend, bro. More than you. I'm super excited. He froze again. He's like, what the fuck That's how is excited he is. He's like, he's so <gasps> excited he can't even show emotion. Shock. You know what, dude? Shock. AJ, you keep the on system. freezing, bro. Yeah, I, yeah, I noticed that. It says you're on. Reset that Wi-Fi, bro. Oh, bro, all those fucking ghosts. Oh, I almost drank the candle, bro. <laughs> hey, can ghosts <laughs> fuck with your Wi-Fi? You think? Oh, they're draining the energy. 
I mean, they, I mean, you got to think they're energy, so they can take energy from anything, from batteries, whatever you na- you name it. Like every time I've done investigations, I brand new pack of batteries, and all of a sudden I pop them into a digital recorder or device, and immediately they're drained. So again, it happens all the time. But yeah, I, I believe that they can affect internet and your connections and TVs and iPads and all that good stuff. See, Momo, that's why you never want to get off the couch. Wow, goes just draining you, bro. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> Here's, here's something that I want to talk about. Did you guys see that video that Channel, I think Channel 7 put on their Instagram about the zoo in Texas that has like a weird fucking creature looking mother, like oh, it looks yeah. like a wolf? Like Seattle? That. Yes, I saw that. Was it Seattle? Texas. I thought it was Seattle. Texas. I thought it, where was it at? Texas. I thought it, was it was Texas. Oh, was it Texas? Yeah, that's Texas. Yeah. Amarillo or something like that. Oh, my bad. Amarillo, Texas. Yeah, I've Ar- been there. Arrillo, Texas, I've driven yeah. through there. It's fucking all cows. So if you're going to be a weird creature, yeah, you go where there's fucking cattle. It's a chupacabras, bro. Well, yeah, the chupacabras, if it's cows, no, bro. But the chupa, it, the moment, I want to get this straight. Was the chupacabras real? Was Didn't they catch something that looked like a weird thing? They did, but they they uh, they like said it was like a hairless coyote or some shit like that. Correct. Correct. What the fuck? Like some kind of like, yeah, I thought it, like rare... Careless Coyote, I don't know. But was it the one making all the killings? I don't know. That thing because it a was lot of numbers. sucking the blood out of the animal completely, with no trace of blood, not even on the floor. It was disanguinated, I think. Was I mean, bro. I mean, think, I can't even pop a pimple without getting blood in the fucking all over the, all over the window. The, you know, oh. fucking the mirror. <laughs> I can't even pop a pimple without my t- eyes tearing up. Like, <laughs> no, bro. So like this thing <laughs> would. Vampire the fuck out of these things. It's a blah, blah. It's a blah. Now, do you believe? And I was watching this video today. I was watching this documentary because you know I me. Mean? I fucking watch these fucking weird ass. I shows. know. He always said, then you send them to me, and then I start watching. I can't sleep. <laughs> we can't sleep at night. <laughs> but I was watching one about you know this. Um, I saw the whole. I, I saw a new Mothman one that came out. Don't start the Mothman shit again, bro. And and you know I saw another one, and then this. It was a pretty cool movie because it would show the cases of the paranormal, the UFOs, but then they would have a comedian after it talking shit about it, saying how it's fake. And the comedian made a lot of good points, but there was one that was difficult to explain, and it was about... It's a famous video that happened somewhere in South America about these two kids playing soccer, and an alien reaches his hand out and grabs him on the shoulder. Remember seeing that viral wasn't that video? On, wasn't that on signs? It was in a bunch of. It was that's where it came from, though. That's where that that's where that idea came from. Real okay. So that video became viral, and it was shot with the fucking camera phone, and they tried to debunk it. They couldn't figure it out what it was, but the alien was coming from this pole. It wouldn't make any sense because you couldn't see the body. All you saw was the upper body. They had investigators go the next day, and they they took a, a Geiger meter, a EMF reader, and it was very high. I mean, it was really abnormal, the, the the energy level. And what they suspected, well, these physicists that were there doing all this, they came to the theory that um, it might have been a portal that was opened up. And that's how these motherfuckers are abducting people. So I'm just throwing this out. What if these chupacabra motherfuckers... That's how they were coming through, through these portals. Same thing with Bigfoot, Sasquatch. Everything that there is to do with cryptozoology. Yeah. All these animals, the Jersey. I mean, the Jersey Devil was so famous, they named the fucking hockey team after it. Team after, yeah. You know, the Jersey Devil that was only around for like four years. 
there were signs of him. I mean, can't these be interdimensional beings, not from this planet, coming in through a wormhole or some shit like that? And it sounds crazy to even say it out loud. But again, I've had this argument. If you were to tell me, if you were to tell my grandmother when she was 20 years old that you can talk to someone from the palm of your hand and see them directly, she'd think you're witchcraft. She'd think you're fucking crazy. Yeah. So why is the possibility of portals opening up right next to us sound insane? I mean, just think about it. A hundred years ago, the thought of human beings flying. Bro, the thought of me ordering DoorDash. Oh, yeah. Fucking ten (laughs) years, five years ago. And I could order through my phone food. Like now you could get tacos at the house. Remember before it was just pizza. I I know. It was pizza. You could only get pizza to the house or Asian food. Oh, yeah. Now you can fucking. You know, I wanted Boba the other day and I fucking DoorDash. Boba, I DoorDash fucking Vicks the other day, bro. Wow. And, and, and fucking Pepto Bismol. I fucking DoorDash Pepto Bismol the other day. The only difference is when you when you get Boba and you go to the store, it's like twelve bucks, and you DoorDash is forty two dollars. Yeah, <laughs> right, true. right. You know, what I mean? <laughs> technology costs money. That's why, whenever something happens, we can't investigate because we don't have the money or the power to look. They found all these bodies, all these animals. All these weird creatures that people found, and when they find them, they get rid of them because nobody wants to invest fucking eighty thousand dollars in doing DNA oh, analysis yeah. on a creature they found. Some dude found in the desert. They're like, "You see that animal that I found? I didn't see anything." What happened to it? Burn them real quick. I, fucking, I took pictures of it and threw it away. Did, did you did you see that <laughs> that NASA was saying that there's possibly a ninth planet out there? Yeah, that, that orbits like. Like way different than the rest of the planets. No, it's crazy. Did you guys watch that movie Moonfall? Oh, that's a great yes. movie. Yeah, I loved no. it. Wait, hey, did you watch it? No, no. I'm gonna make a note to it. Hey, right you now, don't. Hey, you don't watch movies. So it, it's basically, it's goes. like the moon's a satellite. The, yeah, saying that the moon is a satellite that the our our ancestors built, and it's being powered by a dwarf star. By a dwarf star that they harnessed, and they're the ones that planted us here. Pretty much, it's a Prometheus story. Pretty much. You know, and I mean, which Prometheus for me is one of my favorite theories. Yeah. That somebody seated us here and we came from that. And the UFOs are just visitors. And then there's another theory that we're just a fucking rest stop for fucking UFOs. I read this theory a couple of days ago and it tripped me out. You know, I, I'm not a flat earth believer. No. But so basically the theory is that earth was split into two, right? And that. The one, the one half the, of Earth that lies in the dark side, right? That's the one where technology um, was like advanced, and that they visit this Earth, and then the way that they get their their like power or whatever is like the whole moonfall theory that the they built the moon in order to reflect sunlight onto them. It was a kind of a trip. I was kind of like, yeah, it's kind of bullshit. But I was like, hey, what, like, what if it's not? What if it's not? Like, we we, right. we we believe everything NASA feeds us without no like ninety nine point nine percent of people never gonna go into space to really no, see what I, it I looks mean, like. I mean, if you're if you're an astronaut, you told me the fucking moon's made out of cheese. I'm gonna believe you. I believe the moon was out of cheese till I was like in fifth grade, and they laughed at me, bro. They were, I was like, I was like, love to go to the moon. How many fucking bacas was that? AJ, quick question. Now listen to this. You are a guy who has an ability to communicate with the other side, the other side being the spiritual realm of souls that have been once to rest, you know, to this planet terrestrial. And now they're kind of extraterrestrial. So does that mean yeah. they're kind of like alienists you communicate with? 
Uh, no, I mean, because you got to think they come from a different phylum, you know, because this is someone that actually had a physical incarnation, someone that lived here in the physical realm. So they had a soul, they had an energy, same thing with spiritual guides, they had an energy that had a physical life. When we look at angels, they come from a different phylum because they were created by God and they say that angels don't have faces and so on and so forth. So when we look at aliens or, you know, other dimensions, if you will, they come from an, another, again, a different phylum, a different place. Mm. So, and that could be a wormhole, that could be a different portal, dimension, whatever you want to call it, all kind of loose terms the same way. Um, I've had many people share stories with me, as you can imagine, from having, you know, um, near-death experiences or having paranormal experiences or UFOs and aliens and all that stuff. But I've never can say, honestly, personally, that I've communicated with, an you know, something unknown to me or something, you know, that was an alien or not out of this world, you know. But usually when I do the work that I do, I know that it comes from good light. I know it comes from God. It comes from a positive place. So I'm never going to communicate with something that's of not of good light. Mm. What about the theory that aliens are demons and the demons that people see are actually aliens in this, you know? Well, that, that's a question I was going to pose to AG. Like, have you ever run into anything dark or malicious? Uh, physical people, yes. Physical people, many times. Um, never, um, I can't say never in the, in the paranormal if you want to put my work in that, but um, when we go into, when I've gone into investigations, you know, different places that hold uh, severe energy, residual energy, I've have actually got physically pushed, touched, scratched, so on and so forth. But that's because that was something that I was doing in a negative light. I was provoking. I was asking them. I was telling oh, them, like, do this, do that. So when you do that, you're provoking that spirit. And you kind of like, you know, if you kind of say spirit, like, are you a coward? Are you this or that? And all of a sudden, like, they, they may make themselves known to you in a way that's not very pleasant at all. Um, the experience that I had, I talk about it all the time because I won't forget was um, – Linda Vista Hospital when I was out there like 11 years ago and I had a spirit scratch me on the back of my neck and it had three marks on the back of my neck and it broke my skin and this is when we were filming from beyond my tv show back then and when that happened the producer was in front of we had a camera guy in front of me behind me there was no way there was editing editing or anything happening so it was just one of those moments that I realized like be careful what you ask and be careful what Damn. you wish for well, I I, and I I think I've asked you this question a couple podcasts ago. Like, it, is there a specific meaning to the whole threes thing? You know how, like, they say scratches come in threes, knocks come in threes. Is, is that, like, the whole? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's very true. It's very true. So we would kind of see that as, like, a, not negative, but, like, kind of like poltergeist type of energy. You know, sometimes mm -hmm. they say, like, you know, if you hear three knocks on the wall or in a haunted location, or you have like three marks, like on the, on, like a scratch on your stomach, your back, that could be some sort of poltergeist activity. Now, what quite happens with poltergeist activity that you'll, you'll have things that will move in a home, um, meaning like move, like opening, closing cabinets and things being shook around and so on and so forth. When you have moments like that, you have to bring in someone of religious, you know, a priest, Monsignor, someone to come in to bless the home, protect the home. Even if you do stuff like that, that doesn't even protect the home quite often. It yeah. only lowers the vibration for a short period of time. Same thing with saging. When you sage a home, sometimes, majority of the time, believe it or not, it actually draws up the activity with sage. I told you. A lot of people think you sage to, to calm down the home. It actually attracts spirit, and you're allowing spirit to happen, which is, I know it sounds so bizarre because we're always taught sages for protection and grounding, which is true. But when you use it, you have yeah. to use it in the right light and the right intention. It's all those fucking hipster chicks on fucking TikTok. And fucking, right? oh, yeah. <laughs> I, just uh, I live in a toxic, I took toxic people away from my life. So now I'm more open to 
Shut just the saying, fuck up. Man, they're just saying you fucking burn Wait. a piece of plant in your house. You're still a bitch. Right. Wow, I fucking went too far. Oh, Jesus that Christ! Sorry, I was. I'm glad you said it and not me. Well, it's true, man. I, you know, H brought a good point. Everyone's doing shit. They don't. They don't know what the fuck they're doing and why they're doing it. Because someone does it on TV or because oh, it's my daily affirmation. Oh, I'm gonna, it's trending. It's fucking no. You're burning. Fu- sage is a natural amplifier of energy. It's done for mm-hmm. ritual. Yep. So when you sage, you're amplifying the energy in your house. Not just ghosts, but people. Let's say you're depressed as fuck. Every if day. If you sage, Every you're day. amplifying your depression. But it's like you said, sometimes, like, what you do. Oh, sorry. You sage, and then you got to go around, like, with the abalone shell and the feather, right? Yeah. That's what you have to There's do, a, right? And you open the windows up. And then you up, bury the sage and afterwards. And you bury the sage, because that's the end of the ritual. But, but people will save it, because they want to, like, they wanna look cleanse, cool, like, four times. And you're not, you know, by, you know, you're not supposed to show anybody your altar. Mm. Never post your altar or never show people your your ritual or it stops becoming a ritual because now you're doing it with, for the wrong intention. And if you're gonna throw words like manifestation and affirmation, then realize that intention is a big thing. So if you post yep. your process, yeah. it cancels out because now you're doing it for vanity. So you go from intention to getting attention. Exactly, bro. Hit the button. (laughs) AJ. Well, you know, and and, and the thing about, you know, not to interrupt you guys, but, you know, even with with TikTok, you know, I'm not on it all the time, but, you know, when I do go on TikTok, I do pretty well in there with, you know, teaching, education. I actually filmed a couple things uh, today, which I haven't posted up because I just need to put things together. I don't have a lot of time in between clients. But when I do stuff like that, I want to educate the people because there's so much wrong information on TikTok that people just say, oh, I'm a psychic, I'm a medium, I'm a healer. And they're giving false information out there. There's so many videos I've watched that kind of like makes me cringe that I'm like, God, you have like Gen Z or X or whatever you want to call these people that are out here doing this work in a very bad light, in a very bad way. And, And telling people the wrong information, the wrong this, the wrong that. And you know, I, I've been doing this work for 20 years, so I, I, I go with ethics and integrity, and, and that's what I stand by all the time. And if I don't know something and someone asks me a question, I'll be honest. I don't know the information. Yeah, I'm, I'm an expert. I'm not this. I've seen you do that. I mean, now you know how we feel with comedians that call themselves comedians because they have a TikTok or an Instagram with all these followers, but all they do is write 15-second sketches and oh, yeah. call themselves writers right. and entertainers. You throw them on stage like, yep. oh. And then when I headline the show, I could do 45 minutes. I could do 45 minutes. Easy. Right? And it's like. That's a long time. It it's is. a long time. It is a long time, man. Trust me. It is a long time. I mean, but you're right. People do a lot of bullshit now. They, they, they do things the wrong way and they make us believe that it's real. You know? By the way, don't forget to buy our new candles that are blessed with positivity. Oh, yeah. Blessed with positivity. Para- we got a picture coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But have, if you got a TikTok, have you. There's a lot of videos that make me uncomfortable. There's like a lot of videos out there of like paranormal haunting videos, and a lot of them you can tell they're are set fake. up. A lot of them are fake, but some of them are fucking fucking oh, a little freaky, yeah. dude. Yeah, but a lot of, I mean, think of the the shit you can do with audio video. So you oh, can create fucking. Now. You can create shit with apps nowadays. I mean, this is true. Right. Remember that day when we're doing the when AJ's was AJ was doing his thing at the. That one hotel, and then I took pictures of AJ, but I was photoshopping ghosts next to him. You did it so quickly. Right. <laughs> on my that phone. And it was an app called Add a Ghost app. 
There's an app called Add a Ghost. That's what it, bro. That's what I use. Add a Ghost app, where you take a picture and it adds a ghost to it. That's why I did them so quick and oh, I'll send them dude. to you. Oh, that it's so oh easy to, to make fakes nowadays. I'm downloading that app, right? But <laughs> but the thing is, when when you come to the show and you come see AJ, there's no special effects. There's no there's Photoshop. Not. There's no, there's, AJ doesn't have a headset. It's just raw emotion. AJ doesn't have, he doesn't have, he's not fucking not researching people all day that buy a ticket to his show. He is not researching who's coming. He doesn't, you, you know, try to find things about the family. So when he sees him, he's fucking doesn't know shit when he's there. In like, fact, he stopped people from talking to him because he doesn't want to know anything. Uh, it's the greatest too. No, right. not you. Sit down. Yeah. I <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've seen him be an asshole to people. I, he was AJ, like, shut up. When Shut he, your mouth, bitch! I mean, when when we were doing the, the the when he called me out on the last show, right? We we're all talking, and then like if you notice the part, I'll post the video. And AJ AJ goes, "You made me stand up here for ten minutes, and it's you the whole time." Oh yeah, that's <laughs> AJ gets fucking crazy when he's all fucking psychic, bro. Yeah. He's well, you all, know, the thing about it is shit. that what, what <laughs> the thing about it is that like I know what I'm getting, I know what I'm receiving, and if it doesn't go away, like I know it's in front of me, like I know it's around me, at this and that. It's scary, and I stick with it. And and you know, I've been again, it's 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 trusting the process, trusting God, trusting spirit, and that's what I've been doing for 20 years, and I've been blessed to continue to do this work and share the healing and the validation for so many people. So, you know, when that moment happened, you know, and it happens a lot to a lot of people because yeah. they have psychic amnesia where they forget the obvious things or two, like what, what Fernanda's sister was like, she was afraid or she didn't want to raise her hand or Hefty didn't want to, you know, he let his guard down and he wasn't maybe want to hear it or maybe he did. Like, again, maybe, you know, whatever the process is, I respect the process and respect the person regardless if they want to hear it from it or not, I have to respect them. So if they say, AJ, like, I don't want to, I don't want you to do he, this. He respects everybody respect but me. No, no. He don't know. He, he, he respects everybody but me because he'll be doing this thing and he'll like, bro, he comes to my house. Whenever we just hang out, right before he leaves in his car, hey, by the way. Whenever every time I hear him say, yep. hey, by the way. <laughs> you know it's coming? I know it's coming. <laughs> and he'll wait till the last minute of seeing him to tell me. <laughs> Hundred percent, like, all the time, bro. <laughs> hey, by the way, for me, the last time it was like I was avoiding it, and I was even avoiding eye contact. But then AJ was just like, like hit after hit, and it yeah. was just like, bam, name, bam, situation, uh, bam, an item, bam, another person's name, and at that, to one point where I was just, once I looked at him, I was like, and then I was just like, it's over. Just I, give I, in, bro. Have you ever seen AJ at a party, bro? <laughs> you see him at a party? Yeah, I saw him at your birthday party. No, but when you see him at a party and he's not drinking. Oh, okay, okay. It's a different agent. <laughs> it's a different agent. But I've seen AJ at parties or group like group events and he's just his look at his eyes. I don't know if he's trying to fight or trying to just avoid oh, I'm connections. Sure. I look at him at parties and I see him looking at people like should I or should I not? I'm sure it's just noisy in his head when just around a bunch like a crowd of people. Has to be. You're that or he's constipated. I don't know. No, you know, you know what what happens is that um, when I'm out in public, I'm I'm off majority of the time, so I'm not like picking up information. Again, it's about you know you got to think about a battery running constantly. It's gonna get drained eventually at one point. I can't always be on even when I go to events or you know parties or so yeah. on and so forth, um, because it, it it's not that I'm picking up information. I'm just very observant of people. 
And I, and certain things I can immediately tap into people, regardless if I want to or not, I'm like, oh my God, I don't want to know this or, oh my God. Like, so it's not even about level ones, but it's an energy that I read off people. Yeah. So I can meet a lot of people without even knowing them and know a lot about them without them even talking to me. So, and, and it's yeah. just a vibration and or color, all that stuff. But very rarely I'll go up to people with, and, and disrespect them and, and not be integral about the process. Yeah. I mean, were you always like that though, or did you have a rocky beginning? Like was no, I, I think you know, yeah. Before, because I wasn't grounded, I wasn't protected. I did not know a lot about this work. So there was many times I would be at a grocery store, you know, wherever a gas station could be anywhere, and energies will come through. And I did not know that was disrespectful. I did not know that was wrong. I did not know, that, you know, I did not know a lot of things growing up. I mean, I was a kid. I was like, you know, maybe you know, in seventh grade, eighth grade, and then going into my freshman junior Fuck. year. Once I started going, you know, once this, I think maybe my junior year, senior year. Because my sophomore year and freshman year were, were still a rough patch of mediumship, but my junior and senior year, I started getting more control of the work and trying to balance and ground myself. And it took a while for me to learn how to ground myself. And even though I've been doing this work for so long, you have to have the training and figure out the tools that help you ground yeah. and protect yourself. I see you. I mean, every time I see you, I, I see you every year that we we uh, you know have our friendship anniversary. I, I guess. I noticed that you will become like a stronger version of the 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 medium. Um, oh, a hundred percent. I I you know I see when you would read people when I first met you, you would read someone. You were just you would talk really fast, and you were trying to share information, and you know people were like, "What is he talking about? Where is he going with this?" Now when I see you, it's like you're calm. You're cool, you're playful, and you are just so, like, it's just crazy how on the target you are, how on the money. Right. What the Like, back then it was like, do you have, like, a a, a, a grandmother with the M name, uh, M something? Now you're like, is your mother's name Mary? Like, <laughs> like you fucking... Like, now he just mediates. Yeah, just like, mediates now you just now. go right through the fucking name versus back then you would try to, like... Get something like I guess you know your your symbols now. You know how correct. To, you know, it's it's it's. A that, you, said, you said it perfectly, Momo, and not to interrupt you, but you said it perfectly because like you got to think. You know, like the brain is a muscle. The more that you use it, the more that it you know grows and expands and so on and so forth. Same thing with my mediumship ability. Over the years, it continues to grow. So just because you know, I don't go to educational schools and learn about the process and this and that, or yeah. don't go to this or that, or read all the, you know, all these different books, which I'm still an avid reader. I still love reading and researching the work itself. But again, it's like a dictionary that's built in my frame of reference. So you got to think for me back then, 19 years old, 19 and a half, 20, you know, you know, in the, in the young twenties, I'm still young and learning my process yeah. and learning my work. Now that I have 20 years of work, I have so many different references that I just know for a matter of fact, this is what it is, or this is what they're talking about, and blah, blah, blah. So when I know, I know. If I, if I don't know the name, I'm telling them, like, hey, this is what it sounds like. It sounds like Francis or Philip, like a PH or F name, you know. So I do my best to interpret that, but being respectful to the process. So right now what we're going to do is this. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna, um, ask AJ a question that we want to know about mediumship. And mediumship. I'm, I'm calling it mediumship. Okay. Um, we're going to ask him a question because this is the kind of show we're going to have on Friday. Right. But let's start asking some questions I want to ask. So let's go with Fernando first. Fernando, ask AJ a question that you wanted, you would want to ask a medium. Now, Fernando, I consider you the smartest person in the room. You're only saying that because it's true. 
It's true. It is completely true. <laughs> I, I mean, Hefty and I have, we've conceded to Fernando. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't even say the right word. <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, well, I'll give it to you. He is. He's the smartest guy. Smart motherfucker. People have told us on the podcast that when he talks, he's, oh yeah, he's that you're the smart. That you seem like. You give us more credibility by being on the podcast. Oh, wow. That's great, man. I, Maybe I, they're lies. I'm flattered. It could be lies. But it, could be lies. it seems pretty right. Yeah, you know what it is. It's fake it till you make it, right? What's, I just what's pretend. your IQ, motherfucker? I just pretend. I just pretend I know things. I yeah. don't know no shit. <laughs> Nobody's wow. had his hands on male genitalia, genitalia, genitalia as much as Fernando. Yeah, so when you're true. a guy that's, that's had true. enough dicks in your hand, you tend to know a thing or two. Okay, so I, I think we have to put that in context, right? I know that we've talked or about... Not. Oh, or not. No, 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 no. I think it's a necessity now. See, because I work at a hospital. Yes. In, in the OR and surgery. And so um, sometimes we have to do surgeries and, you know, it's with... Uh, I work in urology, so we, we deal with broken dicks sometimes. And sometimes we got to fix dicks. Then, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, yeah, I've... I Put have a lot had, of fucking dicks in your hand. Yeah, sure. Sometimes you got to hold them. And See? So we can sew them up. No one to fold them? No one to hold them. Yeah. So Sounds hard. <laughs> Look at you. Look at you with the dad jokes coming in. I am, I am impressed. Are you rubbing the fact that I don't have any children in my face? I, I, I did not yeah. say that. I did not yeah. say that. Not once. <laughs> so for now, since he's the man with all the answers. What's the ask? question you want to ask AJ? Hurry up. No, what you know what I want to know, AJ, is because um, you know that one movie. Uh, oh my God, I forgot the name of the the movie. Um, He's not so smart. The The Sixth Sense, right? Yeah. When the kids oh, yeah. are like, yeah. I see dead people, right? So, right. what I want to know is how how did you know, AJ, when you were a kid? How did you know that that you had a gift instead of just like um, you know? Because look, I, sometimes I I talk to myself. You know, um, a lot. You know, you know. I think out loud sometimes when I'm alone. Right. You know what I mean? Um, it, it's usually because I, I think my voice is sexy and I like to hear myself talk. Very sexy. You know, it is. Thank you. It is. <laughs> I didn't I, say I it. Do. He said it. Oh, okay. Thank you. So thank when you. you're no, when you're alone in the room, sometimes you stare at the wall. In the you back of your mind. In the back of right. my mind. You hear your conscience I, call. I hear my conscience call. I do. Telling you you need a girl who's as sweet as a dog. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, AJ, at what age and what made you? think this is a gift instead of just you know this is a curse right because look you know how some people uh, i mean all you got to do is go back and listen to all these these uh bible stories about how god spoke to so-and-so person and told them kill your son and it was a test today we would call that schizophrenia yeah you know right but how did you know aj that you had a gift and when did you know yeah you know so it yeah, so it's interesting. So for me, you know, and, and want to backtrack, you know, for me, I, I don't even call what I do a gift. It's an ability because we all have the ability. So when people call it a gift, it, it's just something I learned to train myself to pay attention and to be more sensitive with the work itself. I do believe it came from a higher power and I do believe it came from God because he allowed me to do, pay attention more often and help me develop to listen to the vibrations. So a lot of people don't understand when I do mediumship is that when I'm doing mediumship and connecting people with their loved ones, they think I'm actually hearing their loved ones. I'm actually hearing my own thought coming right back wow. to me and saying, talk about this, talk about that. So when I'm hearing my thought, it's more of spirit coming through and intuition 
rather than ego. So when I have to think about the information that's coming through, that's where ego is stepping in, where I'm trying to dissect and interpret it and, and trying to figure things out. And when I do that, it, I lose the meaning of the message. Now, to answer your question on the process of development, I think for me, it was really being very curious about the work. I grew up Catholic. I'm still a Catholic. You know, I still, I wouldn't call myself a, 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 an everyday Catholic where I go to church and so on and so forth, but I do believe in God. And I do believe that it came from a higher place, you know, so you know, when we transition, there's one heaven, one hell on that judgment day, we go to that place. But as a spiritist, I really believe that we just transition to the other side. The other side could be whatever you want to think of it. And that could be if you love fishing, you know, you're still fishing on the side, obviously not physically, but spiritually, in a sense, you're enjoying life and having a good time. At a very young age, I started, you know, recognizing the curiosity with tarot cards. And I started reading tarot cards from sixth grade to eighth grade around all my peers and not all of them, but certain peers in, in in junior high school and started bringing through information things that were going on and then the mediumship work happened when i was uh, a freshman in high school and then um that kind of happened through my high school teacher my art and science teacher that recognized that i had the ability to communicate with the other side i did not know that i knew i can tap into vibration energy sense some things that nature to me i thought it was normal i thought everyone was able to see auras and colors mm. and this and that i never thought i was the weird kid until after i got older in life i'm like holy crap, I am the weird kid. I was the odd kid. I was the loner. Like, I did not see it that way because to me, I was so in my element. I was so comfortable who I was. I started just being who I was, like being like, this is what I love. This is what I believe. This is what I want to do. This is how I want to help people. Right. You and that, so that, for me, you know, go ahead. I was going to say that what you just said reminds me of, um, I saw a, uh, a documentary on the ghosts of Japan. These are the people that died in the tsunami a few years back, mm. right? And uh, they interviewed this lady, and she said that ghosts come to her house all the time. They knock on the door, and usually they're, like, you know, wet because they died. They drowned, right? And she yep. said that yep. when she was a little girl, that she would see ghosts all the time, and she thought everybody did. She didn't know she mm -hmm. was different, you know, mm -hmm. until later, much later in life. Uh, she just thought it was a normal thing that, you know, people die and their spirits are with you and everyone can see them. And she just thought that's what it was. You she know, so when you said that, it, I you just remember, I just remembered that, you know. Well, that's a, I mean, fuck, imagine if I was to have those powers at, you know, like AJ, I don't know. I don't know if I could handle it the way you handled it, though. Me neither. I think I would have gone crazy a long time ago. But, I mean, it's. You know, I think I would have saw therapy. I would have, they would have called me a schizophrenic. Yeah, I would have totally yeah. overthank everything. You know, yeah, I mean, sure. I have a friend that works in a mental hospital. He's been a president of that hospital for years. And when he first started, he was an orderly. And his first case was to take care of a little girl that heard voices. And he wasn't, she was hurting herself. So they made him stay in the room with her. And she would just stare at him. And he got freaked out that he starts humming these Christian hymns. <laughs> and he turned around when he turned back. She was right in front of him face to face in a really, really deep voice. She goes, shut your mouth. And he said he fucking freaked out and left. <laughs> and I said, so he was like, listen, man, I'm a man of medicine. I don't know if that was schizophrenia or possession. I would have shit my pants, right. bro. Right you there, know, there, bro. He says, but we get a lot of cases like that at the hospital. 
where we can't explain the superhuman strength some of these patients get. And they speak in languages they, that they're not familiar with. You know? Mm. I mean, it's... Fuck. Anyways. Rolando. Do you have a question for fucking... I do. Mr. And, AJ. And he, he sort of kind of uh, answered it um, because I was wondering, well, what is he here? Um, so he answered that. But are you able to communicate with, with spirit? Are you able to... Like, if they're telling you something, are you able to ask a question back to them? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Now, now, not every time I get an answer back just to be integral with the process. So there's times where I'm doing a private reading and, you know, the client would have, you know, certain questions written down that they want to ask. And I would say about 95% of the time, yeah, about 90% of the time, all the questions have been answered except for about one question. So spirit already knows the questions that you want to ask and it comes through automatically in a reading without the client even asking. But there are moments that a client will ask me a question and I will take a beat, take a moment, close my eyes and listen. If I don't hear anything, I let them know like, Hey, I'm not connecting. I'm not hearing this because I don't want to give them something that's not coming through. I don't want to give them a foo-foo, you know, answer this and that, but I want to give them what I'm actually hearing or sensing or feeling. Yeah. I've seen you go back and forth with, with uh, whoever you're communicating with. Cause I see you do really like, okay. 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 Wait, wait, hold on. Wait. Like, are you talking to them? Yep. Yeah, I'm talking to them. Yeah. So what, what it is, is that it's um, they're very quick flashes, like like a movie reel that goes very quickly. And then I'm hearing it. And then I'm also feeling all these things at the same time. So I'm understanding, OK, they're showing me this. They're giving me this impression. And I'm also hearing this. So what take this as, a, as an example. Um, and I and, and this may sound in a, in a very tragic way. And forgive me for anyone that lost anyone in, in 9-11 in the planes, in the towers. But there's been moments, for an example, that in 9-11 victims, sometimes, you know, in the beginning of me doing this, the readings when the event happened and families were doing phone readings with me is I saw I saw a plane and then I felt like I always saw was dust, plane, dust. And then all of a sudden I was did not feel any pain, did not feel anything. And so I realized that that became a symbol. Anytime I saw the plane and dust to represent someone that died in a plane accident, oh. did not feel the pain, did not suffer or two, now when I see the Twin Towers, I immediately know the person worked in the Twin Towers. Uh, they were in some sort of plane accident or they were actually physically involved with 9-11 itself. Let me ask you this. Whenever you talk about my mom recently, you're always talking about a book or a journal or something. And you've told me this about four times already and I have no connection. Now, either I'm not paying attention or could it be that it's also a future. It could be like a upcoming thing. That doesn't make sense. You know, do they give you information of the future too? Like, could my mom be telling me, oh, telling yeah. you something about, because whatever you told me so far has, I haven't figured out what it means. What if your so, mom left a journal with stuff that she wrote? That's what I'm wondering. And that's what he said, but we I haven't, was just, we haven't yep. found anything. I was just going to agree. I agree with Hefty. He I was just going to say that. I go, yeah. He keeps on saying yeah. that. Have you seen the journal yet? I'm like, bro, I've looked. I don't know what you're talking about. Now, can that be something that might happen in the future? Can they give you future? Oh, like yeah, 100%. So, 100%. So yeah, they- you, may, you may find this journal a year later. You know, you might find it like six months from now. Like, again, when they bring that up, it's their yeah. way advising you. Like, just remember, just pay attention. Yeah. Remember what I told you. And when that moment happens, I always tell people, let it happen organically. Don't search for it. Don't don't look for it. When the moment happens, you're going to be like, holy crap, this is what my mom was telling so me. So they can when tell that moment you- happens. 
So they can tell you like, hey, um, tell him that in a few years this is going to happen. They can tell you like predictions. Oh, 100%. Yeah, 100%. But for me, like when information comes through as a prediction or projection, if you will, um, it's it's usually going to be like for me a year, year and a half, because anything can happen in a year and a half, year or year yeah. and a half. But I'm pretty good with with the target points about months, dates, you know, time frames, all that stuff. But it's not me. Again, it's about the energy that I'm reading for the person. Yeah. So when they bring up those you know, predictions or things that are coming up. It's just for you to know that, hey, we're, we're seeing what's happening in your life. We're seeing what's happening yeah. in your life. AJ told me about Mayans. You know what I think? I think, uh, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. AJ was the one told me about Mayans. He's like, you got something coming up. <laughs> He's like, what is it? I'm like, I don't know, but I feel like you're going to get what you deserve finally, what you've been working hard for. Yeah. They're finally going to acknowledge you. Mm-hmm. He told me that. That's dope. Nice. I think, yeah. I, I think the thing with the journal is like, because you know, you, you told me that like uh, your dad hasn't cleaned out like, no, he has not. My dad has not touched any of my mom's stuff. Yes. It's like, oh wow, he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to touch it. I mean, her clothes. I, I think I anything. Think, I think that when it when when the day comes when you guys start taking clothes out, yeah, there's gonna be something in a pocket or something, and you're gonna be like, what is this? And it's gonna just be like like a random letter or something. Or yeah, like just some writings, and then you're just gonna be like, oh snap! And you start reading it, and then you're just gonna automatically. Know. I mean, I've found stuff. And you know, ever since like the day one where she when she passed, AJ is like, "Did you find a little box?" And I'm like, "Nah, man. Did you find this? Did you find that?" And it's like, right. it's like, bro, like my mom is a was a fucking hoarder. <laughs> like <laughs> you had to go through a lot of stuff. I gotta man. go through a lot of shit to find this fucking thing, you know. <laughs> and here's one thing that's weird, bro. My mom always, always kept our birth certificates. Mm-hmm. Even if we didn't live at the house anymore. Like, you can get married, leave the house, whatever. She will keep the birth certificate. My mom, for some weird reason, gave me my birth certificate a month before she died. That's crazy. Oh, wow. Isn't that weird? Wow. Like, we were... Yeah. And it's funny, because my mom, too, when we were already all adults... And we would be like, oh, call mom to see if she has her birth certificate. Yeah, it's, I think it's a Latino <laughs> thing, or I don't know what the fuck it is. But she like she gave it to me saying, here, it's yours now. Yeah. it's It just it wow. freaked me out, bro. And, you know, I've always had this thing that my mom would always say, the same thing's going to happen to me that happened to Juan Gabriel's mom. He's going to get famous, and I'm not going to enjoy it. And my mom would always say that about me. Fucking, I got the TV show, on this, mm-hmm. and then this shit happens. Jeez. It's yep. crazy, man. It's so fucking insane how I think you know when your time is coming. Oh, one I'm 100% agree with that. My dad was the same way. He would say he said like a month before he died, he said uh cuz he didn't feel good. Yeah. And he said I I don't think I'm going to get past this one. That was his thing. Like he's uh, like he was saying in Spanish. He's be he'd always be like se me hace que no voy a pasar this. That's how I feel when I'm fucking constipated, bro. You know what like, I mean? It's like no va a pasar. I'm not gonna get past this one. Here's my question for AJ. Let's see. It better not be a stupid one, bro. AJ, and like, <laughs> so, like, do you ever feel like, like, well, the spirit you're in contact? Do you ever like? Does the emotion ever come through if the spirit's sad or angry or happy? Like, do oh, you yeah. feel that? Like, hundred percent, yeah. And does it affect your I, I mean, attitude? You, oh yeah. I mean, like you've been. I mean, it does, but it doesn't because I have to understand that the energy is trying to put this overlay of emotions on me to give to those people that are there in the event. Like, you know, 
there was a, a couple different funny spirits that were, you know, at the Anaheim event that were coming through for people in the audience. They were more humorous than I am, to be quite frank, because when I'm up on stage, they have jokes, they have a great sense of humor, this and that. So that will come through. Then the sadness will come through or the energy will feel very low. So again, my energy shifts throughout the time with every reading that I do in, in an audience event or either in, in a private reading or online event. But yeah, I do feel those emotions, angry, sad, um, but very rarely they'll come through angry um, or upset. And upset could be because they're upset of what may have happened afterwards, but they're never going to bring anything out of negative light to make you feel guilty or bad. Yeah. But if they bring up events that occurred around their passing, like hmm. say a murder, uh, a homicide, you know, a missing person type of thing where there's no justice. I mean, there could be many different things, kidnapping. Um, they will bring up those emotions that, you know, how things happened where they did not receive justice or they'll come through as if they were happy that the justice was finally served. Um, do you, uh, I don't know if you remember Hefty, you were there in Momo, you were there in Riverside and remember when Danny was freaking out, like when huh. I said, I was getting pulled to a gal in the back yeah. or something. Yeah. And I said, I got the mail. Well, she sent me a message on Instagram saying I, kept, I was bringing up saying that your cousin is going to get justice for it. And she said, there's no way there's gonna be justice for, for it. Well, sure enough, about two weeks after that reading, the uh, detectives contacted them saying they're reopening the case for her cousin. Trip. Yeah. It's crazy yeah. how this all works out. Man. It's, it, you know, the part that yeah. freaked me out from Anaheim when he, when he read me was the golf cap. When you were like, Oh, someone took like a golf hat. Yeah. Like there's, there's no way in the world you could have ever like researched that. Cause I didn't tell anybody that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you didn't even tell anybody your dad that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he right. told anybody he died. So, but he was like, "Oh, I could see a golf cap. Someone took like a like, it was like a golf hat." And I was like, "My sister took my dad's golf hat. What the fuck?" Have you have you ever been? Because um, I, I know we've we've done. You remember that one hunt we did in that house with Nancy that we uh, we had her go with us to one of the haunts. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you hold on? Are you really eating a bag of chips, bro? I was hoping that the AC was a covering. Bag of chips. I was hoping the AC was gonna cover <laughs> We're doing with a sound. Fucking podcast, and you're eating crunchy chips. No, bro. I'm actually leaving. Can't wait till we're fucking done, bro. I, I was and you actually, wonder why I belittle you, bro. I was gonna salivate them until they got soft. It. See, you know what I'm saying? And we have him to see what the, what happens in the room. See, everyone says I'm hard on Hefty. Why is Momo so I mean, hard on Hefty? Right. If you guys heard the chips, DM me and let me know. Bro, we heard the but, fucking chips. But the thing is, you're professional, bro. Dude, and I'm staring and at the Doritos. I need it. I need like, and he's not Rolando's here. Right he's not going to go for the chips. I need it. He knows, to do, he knows it's rude to start eating fucking chips. And <laughs> I, I honestly, I honestly thought the AC feet. was going to cover the sound See, of the bro, chips. Every fucking time. That's bro. why I did it far away. And this is why I am the way I am. An asshole? Yes. Don't. Blame the chips for being you, bro. Fuck him. And I br and I buy these chips for you because I think you deserve them. But after we're done, bro, weren't you ever at school where they the teacher waits Never till the waited, end? Never waited, bro. I got suspended one time for eating the earthquake food in the emergency kit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's a true story. <laughs> oh man. Oh, damn. oh my god. See, bro. Never mind. Anyways, I forgot what I was gonna say. It was a fuck. It was great too. It was so fucking good. <laughs> that fucking bag of fucking. And I got them for you because I know you love chili cheese Fritos. I love the chili cheese Fritos. For you, bro. And you and you took away that privilege. 
So I'm about to bring my oh, own bag. Boss. I gotta bring Those your own. Also the, the honey curls. Oh, the oh, honey, honey curls. Oh, the honey twist ones? See? Oh, those are bomb. Get the name right, AJ. Come <laughs> on. Get the name right, AJ. You want to come at a fat man with Frito-Lay products. Right? So, <laughs> we're at this fucking house. AJ and I bring uh, uh, a friend of ours, Nancy, to, to kind of be like the host and kind of narrate what we're doing on the show, right? And, right. you know, we AJ and I go into this room. Man, we were ballsy back then. I was ballsy. Not anymore. But we used to go in dark rooms and fucking ask the ghosts to make themselves known to us. In a room right. full of darkness with the video camera and a flashlight, me and AJ would go in there, is there somebody here that wants to make themselves known to us? We had balls back then, bro. That's why I don't want to do a ghost hunt with you, because I know you're going to be like, if you're here, tap hefty on the shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> so we're doing yeah. this house, and Nancy's with us, and all of a sudden... I have an anxiety attack and I'm filming mm -hmm. and my camera's pointing at Nancy and you see this really, really white orb pass right through Nancy and Nancy still goes, hold on. I'm very emotional right now. Nancy starts crying, mm -hmm. like crying, yeah. crying loud. And then next to her was our friend Alfonso orb goes through him and I'm catching it all on camera. He's like, it's cold right here. It's really, really cold. And then AJ just stops and says, this is where you cry or something. You said something about this, you know, basically he was giving she the entity or whatever it was were showing people the emotions that are shared in that room. And AJ right. was like, You come to this room and you cry a lot. You're very hard on yourself on your brother's death. And that's what it was, right? It was uh she yeah. had an altar in that room and we didn't know about it. And she would because always it was pitch black. Yeah. And remember, I said he wants to say like thank you for celebrating him. And there was balloons in the room. We had no idea until <laughs> I guess I guess Whoever was filming it, it was yeah. you or it was a Renee, trip, but yeah, it was a trip. And remember the orb where everyone's like, "Oh, there's a cold spot," and all yeah. of a you see this beautiful orb just appear. It was a just, trip, bro. Disappear. It was a fucking trip. Yeah. I, and I remember just you know, that was a night where I think everybody had an experience together, and right, we we couldn't we. I think we all got a little like, you know, usually we'd go to Denny's after <laughs> fucking fuck around or something. Right. This night, we were just like, let's just go home. We just all felt drained like a motherfucker. No moons over Miami. No day. moons over Miami. No fucking. <laughs> right. No no super burn. Right, bro, we just went and we we're like, okay, I think we should go now. And I remember that woman was like, you guys, you know, really lifted something from this house. And and it yeah. felt so weird, man. Then we went, we went to another house where um, I think, AJ, you said that you, you were re really, really depressed and it smelled like smoke. And smoke like or sulfur. Like, like, yeah, no, like you. smoke. And then he left the house and we couldn't really find no evidence. What we did see though, when me and him were laying down on a bed, we each got on a bed in the room. Go on. <laughs> and he was on one bed, I was in the other bed, and we were in dark and he's like, you know what, Momo, turn off the cameras and turn off the flashlights. And we looked up and we saw little white lights, right? Yes. I like a right, fucking yep. white little mist over us, bro. And I tripped. I'm like, I can't believe I'm seeing this. And I'm right. like, what is that? And he's like, I don't know what it is. Then he goes, but I feel like I smell smoke. Like it's burning. Were you guys smoking weed? We found out later on that there was a, when we asked the owner, was there ever, he said there was a fire in that house. A fire, yeah. There was a fire that, yeah. and a little, I think a little kid died in that room. 
That's crazy. Yeah, it was a... yeah, I can't remember the details. It's so long ago. But again, I, I just go off my senses. And especially if I'm physically yeah. and psychically seeing it and then smelling it, I have to, I have to, you know, make known of it. You know, yeah. saying, okay, this is what I'm getting. It's a trippy because that's the first time I've ever seen, like, something like that. Like, I've, to this day, man, I don't think I would ever want to see that because it was beautiful. But it was also fucking scary to see in front of you like these like this apparition that wanting to appear but it was like little dots bro little dots in the air just like now can you smell the smoke did you smell no i couldn't smell anything i couldn't smell the smoke i was freaking out over the little the little mist the little dots Como que they were, it was like it was the best way to explain it it was like really small fireflies okay Floating yeah. around the room. And, and, and to jump in there now, like me not knowing it back then, but knowing it now, that was ectoplasm, like Slimer and Ghostbusters. It was actually, okay. there was some sort of energy that was trying to materialize and trying to make themselves known. Like yeah. it takes a lot of energy for spirits to show themselves as an apparition, full body or half body or, or certain area. And when they do that, it again, it's very draining on the spirit, but also they're going to pull energy from yeah. anywhere they can, from electricity, the people that are in the room, batteries, like cameras. So, again, I think we were actually seeing ectoplasm and a spirit trying to manifest yeah. and materialize. I remember, I remember that uh, I think Renee was tripping out, like, what did you guys see? And, like, I don't even know how to explain right? it to you, bro. Like, I, I, I mean, I was, I was, I had no words to explain what I saw. Most of it because I couldn't believe it myself at that moment. I was like... What the fuck is going on right now? I'm tripping out right now as we speak. And I think it happened. I think it happened maybe one time again. But after that, I, I think I tried to close my mind to it because I was I was freaking out. Dude, we saw fucking ectoplasm. We saw fucking little dots of right. white lights trying to appear as we looked up in the air and it was complete darkness. Right. And you were so normal about it. <laughs> you were like, oh, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm in the dark fucking freaking out. And he's just like, oh, yeah, yeah, there, there, there they are. So <laughs> I'm like, fuck this, bro. Turn the lights on. So that's Turn a great on. question. Momo, you bring up a great point, man. Uh, that was another question that I wanted to ask you, AJ. Um, so th these are things that you, that you see, that you experience on a daily basis. This is who you are. This is your life. So right. does anything else, does anything freak you out nowadays? You know, do you see anything or have you experienced anything that has freaked you out like recently? No, I, I would say no. I mean, honestly, like, you know, I, I think because I, I work from good light, good energy, and I, I, and I want to work with that energy, not only as a medium, but also with paranormal activity and so on and so forth. But, um, you know, I, I wouldn't worry too much um, about any negativity that, that I would be experiencing. Hey, AJ, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, bro. AJ. I'm sorry, but right now yeah. we um, one of the LEDs just one went of the out. lights just went out on us. <laughs> the red one specifically. <laughs> the red one, the red light just went out on us. And 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 the, the weird thing is they're all connected, but so there's no reason why just one would go out. Yeah, know, right. Like the, it just fucking went out, and the electricity, the boards on the same one of the lights, so the the same power it would have shut the board down. But the light just would have shut all the lights off. Yeah, it just went out. As as you're talking and we're talking about this, you and your questions, Fernando. Jesus, wow, I was just and, wondering. And the, I know, right? And the remote is They're right, right here in front it's of right me. in front of you. I was eating chips. <laughs> he was eating chips. <laughs> yeah, he's busy with the chips. <laughs> See, I, I'm concentrating so hard on not making them crunch. <laughs> so, I have no time to touch the, the button. Fuck, <laughs> what the fuck is that, man? Is it because we're talking about this? You think? 
Would it be a love yeah, one? I mean, it could, it, yeah, I mean, it could be that you're allowing energy and you're giving it attention. And, and it could weigh down anything negative, not anything bad, but you're giving energy attention. So, or you're giving something attention. So that could be your own loved ones, your spiritual guides, so on and so forth. Again, that they're going to make themselves known. I mean, I've had actually my ring light that's actually plugged into the wall. And I have a remote that's on, you know, further away from me. And there's times where my ring light during the live event where I'm doing readings on a specific level when I say, hey, their energy is like really, really strong and or, you know, it's very intense. And all of a sudden the light would just turn off by itself and I can't even get it back on. So there's moments like that that I'm like, OK, I'm going to get a new one. And even my new one does the same thing. And I'm hey, like, everyone's okay. freaked out over here right now. Freaked out. Everyone's <laughs> freaked out. I was right actually, actually going to be like, yeah, I mean, if you could turn the light on, I'd appreciate it. Because, you know, <laughs> right now. Like, I swear, if it turns on right now, I'm just going to see you dust know, right now in my seat, I, bro. What I see about the whole ectoplasm <laughs> thing, just talking about, like, you just brought a memory back that I haven't had in a long time. Like, I've never, on yeah. the history of this podcast, 30 episodes, right. have ever talked about the night you and I laid down together and... Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? And saw ectoplasm all over your face. Um <laughs> wow. We've never talked about the ectoplasm story, bro. I'm scared because we haven't even yeah, got no, to it, your experience pretty... yet. Man. Yeah, I I think it's, you know, like 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 you know, Momo mentioned, like for me it's all this stuff is so normal to me. Like I don't get freaked out. I'm like not shocked. I, I think what shocks me is the the validation in readings because there's stuff that does not make any sense at all what's for me at all whatsoever for me, but I would give the message to the client. And the client would typically understand what the message is, even if it's so bizarre, crazy. So, you know, there's there, it, it's all normal to me. I don't freak out. I, I, I think I'm more in awe or amazed by the paranormal events that happen or the readings that occur. But validation is key with paranormal and, and, and doing readings and doing mediumship. We're all freaked out right now, bro. You know, I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. My asshole is about maybe. Yeah, my, it's a, I'm at a. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I think we just we all lost track. I, I lost focus on everything. I was. I even stopped eating chips. I was like, "Fuck these chips!" <laughs> Look at this light. I'm good because this the light's nothing compared to what I've been through. What have you been? Oh, what through? have you what been? Have you been? See, they're hey, all curious. Hey, fuck you, eh? No, no. Go I'm, ahead, Katrina. Go ahead. So. This happened when I was like four, four years old. Oh, come on. Don't no. give me those stories about what I was four. No, right. listen. Okay. Listen. It's Ouija board. Oh, okay. Number and I, was, one I was not doing nothing. Yeah. I was, I was up at, oh, see, we used to live in these uh, apartments and I was in the second story. And so my sister had a bunch of friends over and they were all in the living room. They had lit candles in every corner of the room. They lit candles for the Ouija board? They did. They That's just candles. fucking adding more fucking crema los tacos, bro. And so this farm, <laughs> this this this, <laughs> this town home, you would you would go come to the front door, and then if you open the the wooden door, you go straight up the stairs. Um, so we had a screen, and they had the the wooden door open. And so you know, I was always the little brat, little brother, always you know spying and you know trying to be all up in my sister's the, business. Yeah, the tag along. Yeah, the tag along. So I was at the top of the stairs, and when I was at the top of the stairs, I can kind of peek down and see what's going on. And so I was there just watching them and, you know, they turned off the lights, the candles are lit and they're doing something. They're talking amongst each other. And then out of nowhere, all all I remember is they started screaming and all four candles went off and the door, the wooden door slammed shut and everybody was screaming. 
I just ran up to my room and closed the door. I was freaked out. Until this day, I can still remember that like if it happened yesterday. Yeah, I mean, you they opened up, they opened some shit up, man. Like, here's a, did 100%. they close it? Do you exactly? Call, yeah, well, I mean, AJ, he's opened up that many times. I remember the first time I met AJ, walking into his fucking living room, has a beautiful fucking Ouija board. I'm like, nope. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what, what is it with teenagers and mostly girls and Ouija boards? Because, bro, we go back to the same thing. Being afraid, you know, gets your pussy. <laughs> I mean, I but also, you got to think women. It's true. Like, when <laughs> but you, you also have to think women are more sensitive than men, 100%. That's they're attracted true. to that, and, and these were they can naturally pick up that energy. And we know women are strong, man. I mean, you know, fuck, man. Men over the years have put women down because they fear that if, you know, they're stronger. <laughs> you know, are. fucking men make it their mission to put women down over the centuries. You know, the way they, they place something below back in the day. I mean, let's be honest. It's only been not even that long where women were, were are allowed to vote. Right. I mean, how long? How long has it been? Maybe a hundred years, barely. barely? No, it wasn't, hasn't been a hundred, has it? Hasn't even been a hundred years yet. Maybe I don't know. Was Fucking it nineteen nineteen? Or was that too far back? No, I mean it, it's just like it's for fucking... some reason I'm thinking nineteen twelve, but I could be wrong. Well, if only there was a device, you know, <laughs> that we could like a handheld device. That we could like ask questions. Somebody to check you. real quick. Nineteen nineteen. Who's the fucking smartest guy in the room now? <laughs> <laughs> so it's been like a little more than a hundred years since women. I mean, that's how much men have disrespected women, you know. And and because right. they are powerful, bro. Women are fucking powerful, you know. Yo, know, when you can push a watermelon out of something the size of a grape, it's all power to you. Maybe some not a grape. I mean, grapefruit maybe, but still, you know right. what I'm saying. I don't know, man. I, all I know is that, you know, we as men are the weaker. Uh, we are. Two. We are. And I, I think when it comes to like a ghost, we're the first ones to run. I think that's what I think a woman would go out and see, well, who it's, who's in here? Man would just fuck down leaving. Men no. are more afraid of ghosts than uh, women, women, I think. Women are smart enough to be like, well, what babe, is go it? check what it is. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think that's be, why they say behind every good man. Well, behind every strong man is a stronger woman. Bro, watch it. Watch. Have every, you heard this? Watch every yeah, Ghost Hunter video. The 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 women are the ones that go in first. She's a fuck this. I'll, I'll go. Yeah, let me go. Who are you? Where do you come from? Yeah, no. I mean, are you gonna pay rent? But then again, if if a woman shows back in the day, if she showed any kind of a witch, yeah, she's a witch. Any kind of intelligence. Oh, she's a witch. Now, other than your four-year-old experience, is there anything else more recent? Yeah, I was around, I was in my mid-twenties when um, I was... Uh, Aren't you still in your mid-twenties? No, man. Thanks, I appreciate that. But hey, no, stop right. hitting on the gas, bro. I'm looking for the discount, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but I, I was uh, I was saying I was saying uh, my goodbyes to, to a friend, and, uh, you know, I was uh, at the bottom of the stairs, and she was about three steps up, and... I heard uh, it was it was late. It was like probably eleven thirty, and this was in Lingwood, so eleven thirty. There's no one out, and we started hearing like footsteps on the leaves because it was fall, and so I freaked out. Like you know, I just turned around and I can see footsteps, 
on the leaves. It was just going like that. As it was happening. As it was happening. Great sound effect. And then yeah, and then <laughs> as soon as it, 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 it walked right behind me, I like stared at her. I'm like just freaking out and frozen, like literally frozen. And she says, "Don't worry, if if it was anything, my dog would start crying." Five seconds later, started crying. <laughs> All right, I'm out. <laughs> I was out. I was out. <laughs> dog, is that a good ghost? <laughs> hey, AJ, have, we ha- have you had any recent uh, investigations? Um, no, you know, I, I'm, I think I'm just so busy with my clients. I mean, I'm I, so I really busy. I'm so fucking popular. Everybody well, loves me. I mean, like, I'm booked out until I think. January of next year, right now with clients. I am so, so popular. Too. I have no time for anything. Oh my no, god! No, it's hard to make time. Like you know, it's just rearranging things. Even for I can't for even take like a this. shit. Like, I have so much to do. Everybody <laughs> loves me. <laughs> Fucking AJ, man. No. So, I think I'm gonna go no, with you. I think I'm gonna go to Santana concert. It's just tiring and draining, especially when I do investigations. Like I said, I haven't done one in a while, but they are draining. I think they're more draining than. um Doing a full day's reading. This motherfucker is so reading. busy, bro. Like, AJ is always, and I could tell you, he's it's true. He's always, he's fucking booked. But then again, I'm like, AJ, you going to the Carlos Santana concert? Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, got I, forgot, I forgot I have to sit. I'm sorry. You're like, oh, I got time for Santana. You got time for Santana. Oh, no. Actually, I don't. I actually I actually had to sell those tickets. I, I couldn't go. You're not going to go. go? Like, no, I had to, I had to get rid of the tickets. What? Like literally, I just got rid of them yesterday. Yeah, Fuck, I was gonna go. Yeah, I, yeah, I, we were gonna go, but I had to get rid of them. I want to go so bad, and I was talking, you know, certain people that I know that are going as well, and I'm like, yeah, I can't make it. I go like, he's a busy mother. Hey, yeah. JJ's fucking busy, man. Like, I'll be honestly, 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 like, when you get to hang out with them, it's because you had to book it like fucking a few months in advance. Whenever I have an event, I got to tell AJ like fucking three months in advance. I tell him that. I go, yeah. I go, let me know. I got to figure out dates and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And here's the thing. Whenever I say, hey, can you meet up? Yeah, I can. But I'm going to have to piss somebody off. Basically, yeah. 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 Everybody loves me. Yeah, no, even today, like I'm like. You know, we were gonna do it in you know in Instagram Live and this and that, but I'm like, yeah, I can do it at seven. You know, it should be fine because I have my client, this and that. But yeah. traveling and doing all like mentally, again, mentally, I'm just more drained than anything no, else. No, of course, when I, I mean, because you do all you, that stuff. You and talk I think for a living. lot of people. You know, you're right, right. <laughs> you fucking talk for a living, bro. And then I'm so fucking important. Everybody wants to talk to me. Even the dead won't leave me alone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, see? Yeah. I'm so busy, see? Yeah, hepatitis, see? Yeah, talk to your brother, see? See, see? Take the, hey, AJ, take that as their way of coming through. Right. <laughs> see that as their way coming through. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Mr. Ghost. Mr. Ghost. Hey, man. Listen, we're going to have a good time on Friday. We're going to have a blast. Those of you who are hearing this right now, buy your ticket. We only have a few left. Um, you do not want to miss this event. Uh, we have a great time every time we do it. Every time. Every time. And uh, yep. here's the thing. We got, a, we got a new date. I don't know if AJ can make it, though. Um, but we're going to have a cool we're gonna have a cool date coming up. We're trying to get one with Angela Johnson to join us. Right. And she said she's... We, we, we should do something in September, October. She like said she's like down. Like Angela said she's oh, down. Yeah. But we've got to find a good date and a good location. I think we'll, we'll make it happen. But I think it's going to be a, a blast. You know, 
you know, always a blast to talk to you. Uh, where can they find you? At AJBerrard.com. They and, find all my information. All, you know, and uh, don't ask for a reading because he's booked all the way to January. <laughs> You know, everything can be booked, honestly, through the website. Yeah. Everything's booked or, you know, through all that stuff. You see all my online events, classes, courses, all the other shows, the live events, online events that I'm doing there as well. Hey, every time I look at the camera, when I see you, uh, it's this new thing that I got going on that whenever I see you now, I see that aura for about a few minutes and then it goes away. Oh, Ever yeah. since that one yeah. night at that in, in fucking in Whittier... Where I was tripping out because I saw like an outline of your body and, and I tripped out <laughs> and you saw me trip out. You're like, well, I'm like, Adrian, what's yeah. happening to me? Fuck, I thought it was turning into Spider-Man, bro. I was right. freaking out. I'm like, what, what's wrong? I think something's wrong with my eyes because I see like a glow behind you. And then it went away. And he's like, no, you, you saw an aura. And I'm like, yep. and I freaked out. So now whenever I see you, maybe for like a few seconds, it comes out and then it goes away. And I never, and even, oh, yeah. even on video. Cool. I, I love when. I love it when people tell me that because it just shows how sensitive we are or how much we need to look past certain things yeah. and realize there's something more out there because we all vibrate in energy. Not all of us, you know, can see certain auras. Certain people have stronger auras than others. Some of them are very faint. And that's just because of what you're picking up from that person. So, you know, a lot of times people tell me they see images walking behind me when I'm doing my work or a massive aura like yellow or different yeah. white light all around me. So when stuff like that happens, from people in the audience where I hear that, I'm like, that's super cool. And for you, you know me for so long, for you to start seeing that more often, it's it's, it's super cool. It's fucking super weird, cool. bro. It's not cool. It's fucking scary. <laughs> you see it as cool as see it as get the fuck out of my house. Um, <laughs> anyways, you guys, uh, Paranormal Activity Podcast, Paranormal Activity Podcast, we have a great show coming up on Friday. Come on down. Hit us up. Get your tickets now. Go to the stand-up stand comedy club in Bellflower. Google it to find information. Or go to the Paragordal Activity Podcast Instagram. Go to my Instagram, Omar Rodriguez. You'll find the link there. Buy your tickets today. It is $40 because you guys didn't buy the pre-sale. But the money is fucking worth it. This is the least expensive ticket to go see AJ. They average 100%. from 60 to and up. We're doing it for 40 you know, so it's a great deal. Come see AJ and come see these fat fucks too that I love with my, all my heart. I don't know to be like happy you said that, but thank you. Right, right. I know. I'm like, oh, geez. You know, it's a it's a term of, of uh, come see this buffet <laughs> of humanity. Come see this fucking smorgasbord of fucking uh, uh, beautiful, beautiful weight. Yeah. We'll have candles and hot sauce. We'll have candles and hot sauce. Don't forget to buy a Paragordo Activity candle, limited edition, and limited edition Paragordo Activity hot sauce made by our very own Don, Don Shefty. There we go. Oh, yeah. That's right. Anyways, we have uh, Fernando Flores. See, get my way. I'm Omar Rodriguez. Don Hefty. And Fernando Flores. Rolando Quintero. Rolando, where can they find you? Mercado Catrin. At, uh, I'm sorry, I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> I don't speak it. Facebook, <laughs> Facebook, Instagram. Hey, he stay, muchachos. That's a Mercado El Catrin. Yeah. Mercado El Catrin on Instagram and Facebook and Facebook and fucking OnlyFans. Now, can can they go on your website and actually buy and get it shipped, or do they have to actually yes. find you at the? No, no. Yeah, they, we have a website and they can order everything on there. Is there an event it. where you're gonna be at next? 
Uh, we're usually at Smorgasbord on Sundays. That's in LA. Sounds mm. delicious. That's, oh, it's delicious. Oh, don't believe me? Ask the bitches. Um, <laughs> and AJ Barrera, you can find him at any fucking back of a bar alley giving hand jobs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> getting that ectoplasm. Getting that ectoplasm all over his face. Anyways, I love you, brother. I love everybody. You know how I feel about you guys. I would totally blow off five of you. Um, there's the four, but there's a ghost behind Hefty all the time. He's cool. And you still got a fucking Frito in your mouth, motherfucker. Did you and hear in it? His hand too. And did you hear it? You hold fucking Fritos like they're fucking patons. Batons. Batons. You like, hold like you're a fucking like conductor. Anyways, better go to the activity podcast, motherfuckers. Have guests talk about the supernatural. <laughs>